Hello, friends. Welcome to today's episode of Whatever, Whatever with Whoever and Whoever. Hi. Valley Mystics. That's where we are. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) I just started. I'm like, oh my God, where am I? What am I doing? Um, I'm probably still recovering from your belch earlier, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, Yes, Valley Misfits. And we're here with no guests besides Mm -hmm. me. Serenity's toxic air that she exudes. Mm-hmm. And my multiple personalities. And Cody and all that comes with him. And me. I'm in a weird mood today. Uh, see, I've been in a pretty mellow mood the last couple of weeks. Mm. Who am I? Are you medicated? No. Did you get your liability evened out? No. Hmm. I've met this person named Sarah. Serotonin. I don't know oh. if you guys have heard of her. Are you in love no. with Sarah? I think that's Serotonin. in my Zoloft. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to transition to our topic with love. I am not in love with serotonin. Well, maybe you should ask her. I'm in some love with questions. dopamine. Dope. I love the dope, which produces, well, it forces your body to release all of its dopamine. So you feel great. That's what meth does, right? I don't know. I've never done meth. I mean, neither have I, but we can still know what meth does to our bodies and why people love mm-hmm. it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think people love it, but not for a Apparently, it, like, makes you fuck all day. Well, I mean... Makes the fucking really great. Is that meth? That's what, I mean, that's I think what that's I hear. what people who do meth I thought that say was ecstasy. To make it... No, and or coke. all about love, right? No. It's about the touching and the feeling and the feeling good. But I don't know about meth. I feel like meth is just gross. And then... Like, you know, it's funny because I've been watching Breaking Bad. Um, so we started watching Better Call Saul. And then we decided to watch Breaking Bad first. And it's all about making meth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 27 years old. So welcome. <laughs> it's not 27 years old. I mean, old, I watched but it's Breaking like Bad 12 years old. Yeah. Maybe 14. I mean, that's like half of Cody's life. That's true. <laughs> Cody's a baby. It's true. Yeah. But it was good. I actually, that was something that Brandon and I used to watch together and we watched the whole thing, but we never did watch Better Call Saul. So apparently, Bet- wait, Better Call Saul was filmed after Breaking Bad, but it was supposed to be the before, like it was supposed to be like the prelude. Pre- yes. And then there's another movie that's got the same characters in it, but it's a movie, not a season, mm-hmm. that's inspired by that. Ooh, speaking of shows, yeah. have you guys ever watched Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am. I don't know if you've met me, but I've seen every episode of Survivor known to man. Well, I mean, there, I, apparently there's like 26 seasons, right? Like There's a lot. like 40. Mm-hmm. There is... 42. But now there's like surviving on different places, right? It's not like Survivor, but it's... Maybe, but I think there's still Survivor. It's just only at Fiji now. That's what I'm learning. I don't know much about it. Because I don't watch TV and I've never watched Survivor. Are we supposed to be on Survivor? Well, I was actually... I think I'm going to put it on my decade list to like apply for and try to get on Survivor before I'm 50. Crazy. What do you have to do on there? Survive? Survive. Yeah. Uh Do you have so food? Like, mm, I mean, is I think it like you have to earn naked food. and afraid or kind of, yeah. You start with uh, 
rice, sometimes beans, depending on where you are, how generous they're feeling. And then they give you a map so you can find water and all that stuff. And then you forage for whatever. Yeah, but they literally have like, at least I started episode one of season one today and I'm, I was at work. So like I wasn't watching it, but I saw a bucket of water. So they literally like plant water places and give you a map and you find it. And then you do things and like challenges and you vote people off. No, you do. Yeah. Uh, Especially the African seasons. Hmm. Well, now it's only in Fiji though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you have to do like, like challenges and, you know, all, I don't, I talk like I have any idea, but I really don't. But anyway, I'm going to catch up on some of the seasons and try to do that. They were talking about it at work and they're like, cause there's like the elite people who are just like super great at being strong and capable. Not me. And then there's like the ones that are like, there was one season where there were like the pretty people. Yeah, it's not me either. Yeah, there That's was Cody. one season where they were <laughs> brains, the pretty people. The pretty people. Brains, brawn, and, and bronze. Yeah. And then like, there's the people who can like strategize and, and, and like survive, but not like in the elite fashion. You know, as, as you said that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like that's us. Like, Dwan's the brains, and Cody's the beauty, and I'm definitely the brawn. Yeah. We could be the three Bs. Mm. Fuck Valley Misfits. We're the three Bs. Triple threat. <laughs> Bs. Triple Bs. <laughs> Does it stand for bitches or beauty? Well, I'm one of those, too. What am I? Brains? Oh, well. Yeah, I guess I am the smart one out of the group. Shucks. <laughs> I think we discovered that when we went on vacation. <laughs> I'm also the oblivious one. That's what the beauty that's, is. Yes, that's what you're, you're, you're all so pretty, but you because you don't have you're pretty, so you don't have to do those other things. Yeah, but I don't know if that meant that. Like, I think. Serenity proved that she was the brawn, and you proved that you were the beauty, but I don't think I ever proved that I was the brains. Maybe not you on that trip. But you don't got to sell yourself. Yeah, you're, you're like, no matter what, awesome. Oh, are we friends now? We're always friends, Dwan. <laughs> That's bullshit. Man. I've been here the last two weeks. Yeah, that is utter who... bovine fecal matter. <laughs> We definitely confuse people to whether we are mortal enemies or just friendly jokesters. Yeah, I like Dwan's humor. It's kind of scary sometimes, so I appreciate that you like it. <laughs> okay, well, that was a very long intro, so... Um, so what are we talking about I today? Think, well, Serenity desperately wanted to talk about customer service that I wasn't... <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I don't know. Maybe like my story about the hotel and you're like, oh, we should talk about shitty people or something, but which is great. I'm just not in the mood. But then Cody brought up love and I don't know why I'd rather talk about love than customer service. But like um, the like questions to ask people who you have uh, relationships yeah, interviewing, with. Interviewing your just getting to know desired. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are we doing that? Oh, yeah, let's interview our desired. That. I dropped Pull my phone. It. I got to get it. <laughs> and I moved the table so close to us because I was watching. Now I regret it. I got a new wallet and it smells like chlorine. Okay, but I think that one of the important things to do with somebody that 
you're finding more out about is figuring out their love language. So I think that every couple should do a love language quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even just couples, but I think it's important in relationships of all kinds, yeah. like your work relationship mm-hmm. and everything. Like my boss is so good at that. And like, I swear to God, she knows exactly. And because it's not a secret, but like I'm a words of affirmation person. Mm-hmm. No so, way. Yeah, right. So literally you? like <laughs> before she went on vacation, she sent me an email. Wait, just let me just cut you off. Yeah. Like, before again. we continue, I need to tell you that you're beautiful and smart. And I totally respect you. And, I mean, funny is, like, top ten, top one. Like, if you're funny, you're already accepted into my my relationships. My my friend zone. What does she oh. want? <laughs> like, what is that circle? <laughs> my circle of okay, friends. Okay, your, your friend zone. I like it. Well, thank you. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to cut what you What does off. she want? She's really being nice to you right now. Weird. It's like the, the microphone's turned on. That shot of tequila's kicked in. <laughs> Must have. <laughs> she was raiding my fridge for beer, but why don't you bring it more? Uh, uh, because I didn't want to look like a lush. We know you're a lush. It's fine. <laughs> We're not on camera. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> there was none in my fridge. And I still have to drive home, so. True. Being yeah. responsible. That's very responsible of you. So your boss. Oh, Yeah. So she literally sent an email, like, before she goes on, and she's going on, like, a family vacation across the country to do something very fun, and she's still, before she leaves work, emails me to tell me how amazing I am, and which I love and appreciate, but the whole time I'm like, I think she's only doing this because she knows I love to hear it, and she's just, like, feeding Feeding my ego, Uh which I thank her for. You know what? Thank you. For feeding my ego before you leave. Because you know I'm not going to be able to live without it for the whole week you're gone. So anyway. Yeah. I very much appreciate people who kind of pay attention to those things. And it's just helpful. You know. Like she doesn't have to buy me a gift across the country while mm-hmm. she's gone. Because I don't care about that. But she. I appreciate that she tells me how amazing I am before she leaves. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Love but languages that, for that's, sure. That's a big one. Like telling people what makes them feel appreciated like telling somebody that you care about you know I really appreciate when you I think that's important mm-hmm. what is it what is the old saying you've got to give like five positives for every negative oh okay so this is just reminding me of that whole thing what is it oh that was St. Joe's it was like heart hands heart and so you had to give like a feeling of like of like, um, of like their ego, like feeding their ego with love before you like do an action, like, you know, give them stitches or, you know, give them some, um, like education or something and then end it with love. I love you. You've got such a pretty face. Now I'm going to stick my finger in your butt. (laughs) Just (laughs) only two knuckles deep though, just because your face is so pretty. (laughs) Only going two knuckles deep. And then, like, oh, there you, you did go. that We're really all done. well. And you have such a nice butt. Yeah, it's such a tight little butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd example, but yes, yeah, something like that. I don't want to work in the hospitals. <laughs> There's a lot of orifices that are seen poked and uh, stuff. 
I think people should know that that to the medical world, they're just bodies. <laughs> like we're not judging your body. We they're just bodies. I mean, unless it's horrible, like crazy, then we'll definitely talk about it over lunch. Mm-hmm. Like when you have to go digging for a penis between people's fat rolls. I mean, I'm going to talk about that. We kind of, kind of have to like poke it out. You have to like, yeah, find the hole like and just like push the fat and then pop it out mm-hmm. and stick that catheter in there or wash or whatever you got to do. But yeah, right. right. Or like, uh, um, <laughs> one of the nurses today was talking about buttholes, just in general. You know, I can't even. Yeah, never mind. But yes, so yes, they are just bodies and they are all the same. There's yeah. no judgment. And then and when you see them a thousand times in your life, like you sometimes you count how many vaginas you've seen in one night and that's like <laughs> seven, you know, and that's not all you do is vaginas, but like right. you like stick right. things in people's holes all the time. All the time. Not me anymore. Not you either. No, no. I got to. Put I have in. to live vicariously through my vets because it's like the only doctor's office I get to like watch her people oh. examine. See, I get to do some stuff. I got to poke someone's butt today with a needle. Mm-hmm. At the clinic. Oh, at the clinic. Yeah, it just happened to have been my husband, <laughs> <laughs> but it was there. It was totally legit as a nurse. I I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I wanted to say, but that's a butt you've seen already. Yes, and it is a very nice butt. Not even lying. <laughs> like, oh, you're so cute. I love you. Anyway. I'm poke you in the butt with a needle. Oh, nice butt. Love things. What are, what are, what are keep going. I wasn't talking. She was. <laughs> Don't look I at know, me. She's tired of you me to talk. <laughs> <sighs> yes, but I guess with the love languages... I don't know Brandon's. Is that bad? Like, I should make him take it. Does anyone else know my husband's love language? Mm. If you were to guess, what would you guess? Acts of service. I would say touching. Mm. Does he touch you a lot? No, but I would say for you, that's Mm. touching. I was going to yell at him. (laughs) Quit touching, my friend. (laughs) I don't know that we've actually ever touched. Mm. I don't even know that we've shook hands or hugged or any of that. You should just hug him today for Elise and see how that goes. (laughs) I would He'll say acts sleeping. of service. He'll be sleeping. Mine's acts of service. Like you like to give acts of no, service? You like to receive, receive acts of service. Yeah. yeah. I like to give gifts, but I like to receive quality time. I think I like to give gifts. Yeah, you're good at gift giving. But I like acts of service given to me. I don't know what I like to do. I don't like to express love towards anybody. I just like to receive all the love. I'm just kidding. I think mine's mine's also words of affirmation. Like I, it makes me feel good to make other people feel good by my words, and words are my thing, written words or are verbal. So your thing. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Okay. What What about sex? Like in a relationship, do you broach? How quickly do you broach the subject of sex? I mean, I think it's different for everybody, but... I mean, go ahead, Cody. How fast do you get into it? Is that the question? Yeah. When do you start talking about sex? When do you have that conversation? Um, it's different for me because usually I'm like, don't touch me, blah, blah, blah. But this last situationship, whatever I'm in, it was night one. So I don't, I don't yeah. really know... 
It was? Mine's from the get-go. Yeah. Well, mine's always been from the get-go. I want to know if there's chemistry in the bedroom. Like, let me see what I'm dealing with. Not me. Usually I'm, like, a nun that just escaped the nunnery. Like, don't touch me. I... Nine months in, we're still not going to have sex. That's definitely not me. Um, I feel even... like if I were to do things again, you know, because I'm, like, going on a decade of being with the same person. Right. But um, I would probably respect myself a little bit more and tread a little more carefully. But also at the same time, you know, I, I might be lying. I probably wouldn't do that. But literally, I walked into a bar, scanned it, saw Brandon, chose him, took him home at the end of the night, and he never left my house. So there's a, that happened before any talk of relationships. Yeah. I mean, I talked to Danny on the, because we met on like one of those dating apps. And so we had a lot of conversations via text and, and then right away like over the phone. But by the time we met, like I was ready to bone him. So I was like a bottle of wine in and he came over and we watched a movie and we boned. Netflix and chilled. That's right. So I don't know. Sex is important to me, I, but it's not important to everybody. So Well, I mean, it's people who have really shitty sex that say it's not important to them. But I, sex. Okay. So I've been. Never mind. I'm going to skip the backstory. So <laughs> it's just like. Your health, like mental health, physical health, spiritual health, sex is sexual part of that. Health. We're literally born and created for reproducing and then having sex. And we're the only, well, I, I'm like pretending I know science right now, but um, like, and we're, we're made to en enjoy it mm -hmm. and those things as well. So well, I don't it know. is important. Some people believe that the only time you copulate is to make a baby. Yeah. Some people do believe that. So uh, Some those are the people are that say sex doesn't matter, right? Probably most of them. And that sounds horrible to me. I'm sorry, guys. Go to therapy. So this episode, we're talking about sexual wellness. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you, we, you did not prepare <laughs> us for that. We were just talking about love, and now we're talking about you boning Danny. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I'll get off. So get off my topic. Don't get off right now, <laughs> yeah, okay? Not right get now. <laughs> Wait till later. Dewan Hari ate her banana. <laughs> smelly thing. It was so pungent. It is, there's like some pungency going on in my house right now. Between but it's good pungency. mustard and bananas. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, it's chill. It's chill. Usually I only hear you say that when you're pissed. It's Cody, chill. Are you okay? Chill. It's chill. And then I'm like, oh God, Cody's pissed. But now we're just talking about bananas and mustard. Like, you can't be pissed. So, regardless of whether you want sex in the beginning or not, I think communication, okay? That's, that's the bottom line is being openly uh, communicative with that person on what you feel and what you want. Yeah. I keep saying this. And I think, what you want, you feel. Communication is a huge, <laughs> like, feel with your hands. 
<laughs> but communication is a big deal. And like, again, one, every relationship and, and then all things you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe back to the sex. Cause I think we all were just like, we have so much sex, but I think that it's also important to uphold your values in that regard. And that a lot of people are different and that's okay. Like, you know, it's okay to want to have sex. Like, <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to not just have sex and to lead up to it. To, yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. hold yourself to your, your own moral standards until you feel is, is a good time. That you've made that connection. Yeah. And, but I feel like, like, that's, uh, like, I'm going to so get judged for this by all of the people of the world, but I feel like the relationships are what matters the most and sex is just like an action. So like, it just makes it better. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I just feel like, okay, sex is the cherry on top. Yeah. But it's also the thing like I could have sex with somebody and not be in a deep relationship Loving. or yeah or right. like long term but i don't want to be in like a long term relationship and with somebody and not have good sex yeah it's one of those things you know like mhm mm what comes first and yeah. i guess you get to be the one to decide yeah it's true okay um <clears throat> family i think it's important to talk about family early on too like do you want kids do you not want kids? How's your relationship Do with you your have parents, kids? your siblings? Right. So all about mm -hmm. um, those family dynamic questions. Yeah. Because you don't want to get totally invested in somebody and learn that you don't want kids, but they want like a dozen of them. Mm -hmm. so. Very true. Or, you know, they've got a terrible relationship with their parents. Um, and then you're thrown into the mix of that. I don't know. Yeah. Or at least, I mean, and that's okay, but to know that kind of those are your burdens to bear, like those yeah. are your things what to baggage uncover. Is what baggage are you bringing into this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I already had a kiddo when I met Brandon. I think Gabe was like five or six or something. Well, I guess if we've been together 10 years, he was five or six, mm -hmm. six-ish. And um, um, and then, so I had been single for six years or four or five years because um, Gabe's, I'd been without Gabe's dad for quite a while. And so I'd come to terms that Gabe would be the only child I'd ever have, you know? And then Brandon's like, I'm going to have one one child, and it's going to be a boy, and his name is going to be Braden. Brandon's really good at just putting, just creating whatever <laughs> he desires into the universe. So I was like, okay, we'll have a kid. And then I was fine with that. And I was even like, my OB was like, every single appointment, are we going to tie your tubes while I'm in there? Should we tie your tubes while oh my we're gosh. in there? I had to be like, Dr. Watson, like we have this conversation every time. Can you guys write it down and then maybe not ask me next time? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really great. <laughs> but, um, but I was like, no, because my husband's only 21 years, 21 years old and maybe he's going to want more kids. But there was never a time where Brandon was ever going to have more than one kid. So, 
This is the one. Yeah. Dr. Watson. He lives in a Soton, and he runs like a dinosaur. I've seen him run, too. He does run. a fun tidbit. Yeah. I've seen him run as well. He does run. Mm-hmm. And he runs up the old spiral highway like a dinosaur. Yeah, I could see that. He's a T-Rex. Yeah. But he's nice. He's nice. I really like him. He's, uh, besides asking me the same questions all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> I do like him. He's done a lot of things to this body. Oh. <laughs> this body plenty of times. <laughs> and he's got like a weird uh, like sense of humor. He does. Or, like dry sense of humor. And so it's just like, <laughs> you have like, you end up having like a lot of awkward conversations. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, is, what are we talking about right now? It's weird, but... But he's a, a good doctor, and I like him a lot. How about you, Cody? Do you have a gynecology story you want to share? I don't. <laughs> I missed that in season one as well when we did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen mine. I do apologize. What else is important in love, like questions? Well... Sex, family, possibly religion, depending on who you are. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually think that that's a good one, whether you're religious or not. Like, right. Yeah. It's, have that conversation. It's a struggle. Yeah. To even to at least be tolerant to the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, if if your values are to have a a person as the same values as you, then it's definite and I don't need someone with the same like religious right. values in me but I can't be so opposed mm-hmm. to what they are because that won't work you know yeah yeah I had like a religious conversation with my work people right at the end of work today so that's hot and heavy on my mind what else you got that was a good one that's what they call me hot and heavy I don't know. I feel like those... Sorry. Get your drum set out of here and never come back. (laughs) Are we fighting? Yes. We're all fighting with you. (sighs) Um, Okay. Tawana and I formed an alliance. We're voting you out tonight. Yeah, like Survivor. That's okay. I'll live. It'll be shitty life from here on out, but I will live. (laughs) That brings us to our next point. You won't be living. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You better adopt the kids and the dogs. You get the dogs. Which one's taking Tucker? I the kids or the dogs. That has all the expensive vet bills. I can take Tucker. I'll take I'll Tucker, take Murph. but I'm going to give him the holistic lifestyle and get him off of freaking antibiotics and steroids. And I'm going to start him on a non-processed... He's not on Rass steroids. Fed. Yes, he is. He has diet. No, he's not. He's not on steroids. He's on dexamethasone eye drops. He's on thyroid medication and then antibiotics. Yeah. I, I'll take him and I'll save his life. I'll take yeah. Murph, the, the kids, and all the cats. Way. I like it. Yes. You get okay. Danny and the rest of the dogs. I don't want Danny. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But he's so handy. He's very handy and he's very handsome and he looks great with his shirt off. But that's why you're my friend. So I could just 
admire your husband from afar from a, on, on the boat randomly. Yeah. And then go home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys want to fly through a few of these questions? I yeah. think we just can't vote her off. So we don't have to keep her dogs or her <laughs> daddy or her kids. <sighs> All right. So question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Oh, so these are questions to kind of like learn about the people we love, right? Yeah. So we're learning about each yeah, other. Yeah. So if you're dating somebody or just even like relationshipping somebody. Someone you'd want. Someone you'd want as a dinner guest. Anyone in the world. Anyone in the world. Alive, Alive. or dead? Sure. Shit, that's, make, that's too money. It's too much work. How do you think of that? I would just want Ellen. Yeah. I mean, I want I, Ellen as a dinner guest. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say Ellen. That hadn't crossed my mind, but I do love Ellen. Or <coughs> Melissa Even McCarthy. I would take her. I was thinking someone funny, too, because you just want to relax at dinner. You don't want to have some, like, deep conversation of the world. That's like bedtime. Um, so yeah, I was thinking someone. I would do like Bill Murray or someone. See, so yeah, I was thinking Drew Barrymore. So I'm glad we all went someone funny. Yeah. Um, would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? I've said this before, and I'll answer this. I do not want to be famous, but I want to be rich. But it's kind of funny because I do love like. But you want to be the president? I do only to make change, Serenity, not yeah. for popularity mm -hmm. or fame. Fame. I was thinking of like some longer <laughs> word, um, but I don't want to be the president. I just feel like I have to be. Um, what was the question? Do you want to be famous and why? Oh yeah, but I I love like recognition and and accolades, but I don't want to be like famous. I just want to be rich. So you want to be a, a famous author, but you want to have like yeah, a some like, privacy, like privacy and people not knowing much about me. Well, what yeah, is it? Okay. What do they Same. call those? Those like. Uh, Ooh, fake a names. Ghost. Yeah, a, a ghost, ghost writer. No, is that? No, it's a pen name. Oh yeah, that. Is it called a pen name? I, I believe it's read, called a pen so name. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. I think it's something else. But I would like drink to be some famous. damn water and stop fucking Shut coughing. I can't reach my water because somebody moved my table too close. <laughs> it was. It was Warren. her. It was her. Um, I'd like to be famous for her podcast. Oh yeah, I like that. I'm the only one Infamous. that loves this podcast. I like this. I love this pod. I love getting together with everybody to rant and bullshit. And Here's a good one. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? Yes. I have, yes. But I can't. I learned a long time ago that it's best to just go with the flow or I'll fuck shit up. I will do this before I ever go to a restaurant, too. You rehearse what you're going to say to the waiter? I will rehearse. I will look at the menu. I will know what I want. I will look at that menu. I won't actually look at it, but I'll like act like I'm looking at it. Do you see my face? Just so <laughs> I know what I'm getting into, so I don't like stutter. And if I'm going to make a change to it, actually, who am I kidding? I'm never going to make a change to something at a restaurant because I can't. I physically can't. Hmm. What if you go to a restaurant you've never been to before? I will read the menu before what I ever eat there. What if the menu's not I, online? I won't. I won't what know what to get. I will you? go. I will go last. You know what I do when I go to the restaurant and there's too many choices? I ask the waitress to just surprise me. Yeah, I like food enough that that would be fine with me too. <laughs> I'm like, 
There's too many choices. What do I want? I like it. Yeah. Did I answer the question? I don't remember what the question was. Uh, <laughs> before making a telephone call, do you ever oh, reference yeah. what you were going to say? I guess it depends on who I'm calling and why. I don't. If it's a personal phone call, no. Like if I'm just going to call right. you guys, nah. No. I literally just pick up the phone, dial the number, and wing it. Sometimes I don't even remember who I was calling. But if it's like bad news that you've got to give or a breakup or... Wait, you call people to break up with them? Who are you picking uh, who up are with? Who are you, Joe I Jonas? Mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, what if you've moved to the other side of no. the U.S.? Then they're clearly going to know that you're broken up. Yeah, or they don't. But, or you, they, but you're they don't in a matter. long-term relationship. It's not like you're going to go there to break up with them. I'm not going to waste my damn money on a plane ticket. I'm going to give you a call and the courtesy of a call and be like, look, it's not working. Why did you abruptly move across the country? From no, the person you're in a relationship. Okay, so think about like teenagers that go away to college and they choose different colleges. Well, that's the conversation you need to have before you go. But things are working before you go, and then you go, and it's not so great anymore. You're reading way too much into this shit. I guess so. Um, (laughs) What would constitute a perfect day for you? Rain, Harry Potter, pizza, situationship. That's it. A perfect day for me would be a guarantee that I'm not going to gain weight on anything that I've eaten or drank for that day. That'd be a perfect day. Why don't you just have a perfect day and then just don't weigh yourself? Yeah. Or be- take a laxative. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't fuck up my perfect day, man. It's kind of like an awful day. <laughs> um, so I have a hard time picking favorites for anything, and it's oh going to be the same for my day. It's true. Because it's just going to depend on my mood or the season or what I have. But like my perfect work day is where I can follow my schedule and do all my stuff and feel really good about myself and make some accomplishments. But I feel like if I, it was like, I don't know, I really love sunshine, like like okay, laying, next question. laying in a hammock and reading a book <laughs> under the sunshine. But I also really love the rain. Like, I don't know. It's hard. Can we not ask for favorite uh, or perfect or what things look like? I just love it all. When did you last sing to yourself? In the car on the way here. Were you singing to yourself? Or were you oh, singing like to the radio? myself? Like, what does that even mean? Is that like a, you look in the mirror and you're like, bow, chicka, bow, wow. I think it's just when you sing to yourself. <laughs> With, by myself? It's in the car. I, I was almost sang karaoke the other day. What'd you sing in, what'd you sing in your car? Um, you know, Green Day has long. a song about masturbating, so. Mm-hmm. When no one was looking. Yeah. Mine was also in the car. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain Either your mind, body, either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years, which would you want? Wait, so I'm I'm 90. You can either be like from 30 to 90 and beautiful, or you can have a horrible body but a great mind. 
That's the stupid. These are like Gabe's questions. He asks these all the time. Like, would you rather? You're either, because most likely if you live to 90, you're going to have like. Okay, I am going to live to 90. I'm going to live past 90 and I'm going to be completely with it. I'm not going to have a body of a, I don't even have a body of a 30 year old right now. But, um, so I guess a mind, but then, but it doesn't mean I have to have a body of a 90 year old from 30 on, right? So mind, I pick mind. Yeah, the other one just ages. What if you have a mind, but you can't move any of your body? Well, I mean... What are you doing over there? Are you taking flights? No, I'm trying to get my stand goal for the day. That's not how it works, Renity. Don't tell. I'd rather have the mind than the body. (sighs) I don't know. I want both. Yeah. Well, both. Do you I want ha- it all. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I think we've talked about this. I hope mine's in the fire. I hope mine's during passionate sex. I just... That's going to scar the other person like no freaking other. <laughs> I don't know, because I'll be dead. <laughs> I had sex with somebody, and then they had a seizure. Oh, Jesus. And it was my boss's brother... <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Okay. What a weird memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh, my. Do I, you have a secret hunch about um, how you will die? Well, you know what? I think it's just going to be... Well, she's going to be the president, in my so sleep. she's probably going to get just get shot. I'm going to get assassinated Yeah. for being the... Oh, my God. Do you want to go to the theater? <laughs> We, wait, we haven't had a woman president, have we? Just a vice president. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be assassinated. No, I'm just going to die in my sleep <laughs> at, like, the age of 117. Gross. Okay. Happy. Pass. With a 30-year-old body <laughs> in the mind of a 110-year-old. For what in your life do you feel the most grateful? Oh, my God. These are the things, too. I literally write down all the things I'm most grateful for every day, but it's definitely... I don't know if there's, like, a one thing. Is there one thing that you can be grateful for? My family. Yeah, it's my fucking husband and my my kids, man. Mm. Like, I am so thankful that I have them and that they are who they are and all of the joy that they bring me. Even the shitty parts. I'm not thankful for my family. Not today. Or not anytime we see you. Not in the last three years. Serenity's family needs to step up their game, man. Like, she is easy to please. She's a wonderful human being. And you guys got to get your shit together and be nice and get get your life together. I'm thankful for my mom. She's cute. Yeah. If you could change anything about the way that you were raised, what would it be? Well, I would have liked to know who my dad was (laughs) before he died. Mom. I know, just a few short years ago. It's really sad. I'm sorry. And you're a nurse. Maybe you could have saved his life. Never know. Um, yeah, I, I've been unlearning a lot of things that I um, was programmed in my lifetime. And then I've also been, like, completing my karmic debt. And so I think that it would have been a lot. Not that... I hate saying that I would change anything because if anything was changed, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. But I feel like if I was taught 
Um, to love yourself. Yeah. It, it really is. Like, we're just taught to... We're nitpicked. That we're wrong at such an early that age. That we could be better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, we're too fat. Like, too fat, too Not dumb. Not smart enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, in trouble. You know, like... Not brave you know, enough. Yeah. It's never... We're never, like... Yeah. I'm a little bit bitter. And I even was loved and all of that stuff. But still, <laughs> I think that there's there was probably some room for improvement. It's hard when your parents are doing the best they can and they also have been taught all of those things, you yeah. know? So. You? What do you got? I don't know. I've been trying, I've been trying to think about it the entire time. But I don't know. Because the things that I would want to change aren't the things that I was raised with. Like, I was just a quiet kid. I didn't speak out when someone wronged me or anything like that until... Your shirt almost looks like you don't have any shirt on at all. Thank you. I know, I bought a pair of shorts, like, almost that color, <laughs> and I put them on, like, god damn, I shouldn't have picked the tan, off-white shorts. This is pink. It's like it a is. very skin-colored pink. Yeah, like, <laughs> if I was standing... I don't know, 100 yards from you, I wouldn't think you had a shirt on. Great. Like, My dang. body is just this Is that boy getting a sunburn? <laughs> um, I don't like that one because it takes time. Mm, like time to read it or time to answer it? Answer. Maybe just read it and see if we want to answer it. No, we don't want to because it, it, it itself takes four minutes. It's okay. take four minutes. Um... If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Mm. Okay, this goes back to the weight thing. I would like to be not gaining extra weight from all the food that I eat. Mine would be... <laughs> I just feel bad. Like... like I lit I had this conversation at work with my with my friends today too like how people are so down on themselves when if our efforts would be put in like a whole different direction mm -hmm. it would be so much better or if people just love themselves okay, and I take it back I wish I could fly okay then you then you burn more energy and have really great arms seriously it's way better what was the question? <laughs> if you could gain what ability would it be? Quality or ability. What would it be? I think currently I'm trying to work on my kindness to others. I feel like I have room to grow there. But I feel like that's a lame quality to ask for. Because now I want to fly. <laughs> I kind of wish I could speak any language. Ooh, That's that would cool. definitely increase communication for sure. And our listeners. God, and you'd be so needed, like anywhere. All you would have to do... You'd be so rich. If you come to the Vision and Center, famous. there's a little sign that says point to your given language. And people actually think that we speak all those languages. They're like, oh, you guys just, you guys just know all these languages? I was like, no. Why do they continue even have that reading? Sign? <laughs> do you do you guys have a translation service or yeah. something? 
you I, pick. Well, it's one of my projects at works, but it's one that I haven't cared enough about to finish. But I need to because it's important. But yeah, you just point to what, uh, which language that you speak. Uh, you we call in, and then we tell them which one, and then they put you on with someone like that, and then just goes back and forth. I believe you mm. need two phones for it. Um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I literally delve into my Akashic Records every day to get answers to anything I want to know. And I can never think of great questions. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot that we had Ricky or Vic over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've actually spoken out loud to me twice. What do you want to know? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> My crystal ball is going to tell me oh, that yeah, I want a gold one. <laughs> crystal ball, got it. <laughs> Why do we use crystal ball? Why can't we use the Akashic Records? Okay, Juan, ask the Akashic Record anything you want to know. I'd like to know if I'm going to ever get married. And have babies? Would you like me to tap into your Akashic Record? All I need is your permission. Sh sure. I can even do it without you. Oh, God, sure. Okay. Remember in season one when I said she was Doctor Strange? Yeah, no. I think she is. <laughs> Strange, for sure. I don't know that I have any questions. I have lots of questions, but it's like... Just random. And I feel like my most urgent need... Not that it's an urgent need, but like the thing that drives me the most is my career right now. Like, what can I do to like propel my life in a way that I am like completely satisfied at doing the most good? And have the most money. Mm-hmm. Mm what do you value the most in friendship? Dwan says apartness. I could read her mind. <laughs> A little did bit you, of separation did never you dive hurts. into her Akashic <laughs> records? <laughs> I dive deep. You didn't you have did my permission. permission. Okay. Um, I like... I like loyalty. I like to know that when I get up from a table that I'm not the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really sad. What was the question? <laughs> I'm gonna murder everyone. I just think I think for me it's like knowing that the person that you love or spend your time with or, or share this life with is a good human. Like you back. Well, just is like someone that is worth spending time with, I guess, or um, I don't know. I guess that's what you value in a friendship. Yeah, being worth my time for sure. <laughs> no. Time worthiness. <laughs> no, we no, make no, no, the no, cut. No. So I guess even just like in my life, I I value honesty very much. I think that's one of my um, like highest values is mine support, I think. I value your support. 
honesty, loyalty. I think it all is. I yeah. don't know that there's one thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're you're loyal, you're not going to be dishonest. Right. Um, what is your most treasured memory, and what is your most terrible memory? Literally, was when she made that boy have a seizure after sex. I didn't make him; he just did. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was—I didn't even remember it till just now. So it apparently didn't have too much bearing. I journaled about my memories today. So every time that we're together and laughing, I think that's—I don't know—my most valued memories. Happiness, yeah. Most of mine are spent in a car. That's when I... I like just going on drives with people. And so I always go back to either family car rides or just friend car rides or whatever. I like car rides. Mm-hmm. Am I a dog? No, it's it's kind of a unique space where I you're trapped with too. each other. And then and like having an experience together. And then there's like a closeness and, and you kind of have to communicate or... Those things, so it makes sense. It could be scary, too. My mom always trapped us in a car to have, like, those serious conversations because we couldn't leave. Go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And then, what is your most terrible memory? Oh, yeah. I pass. I don't want to share mine. Yeah, I... If I talk about mine, the person it affects, I don't care about, but then... The people that are attached to the person, I care about because they're, they're still they're still people. But yeah. fuck that other person. It's a terrible memory for a reason because I don't yeah. want to hash it out again. Yeah, so like the most terrible memory is probably those things that happen to people that are like that you don't want to live again or you don't want to rehash or at least share out loud on a podcast right. about love. But, you know, like, I I was doing, um, I was, like, trying to write down, like, my first memory today. Like, what is my actual, like, first memory? Or, like, so I was trying to to kind of trace things back. And, like, I have some, I don't, one of, like, my main memories that I can, I can remember of a lot of details is when the, um, like, police came to arrest my dad when I was little. And then... And it, it, um, it, I was home by myself. Well, not, I was home with my dad by myself. And it was just kind of funny because the police were actually very kind and respectful and aware that he was at home with his child. And then it, looking back as an adult and kind of what I have about those memories, because we were kind of talking shit about some police yesterday because we keep having these interactions with my stuff. But like my, my like remembering that and then with the police coming, I think that they like made an attempt to make it as least traumatic for me as possible because it could have been a pretty traumatic experience, but they just like used their words and let my dad know what was happening and kind of gave him some options for me and then like didn't handcuff him until he got like right to the car. And um, so anyway, it wasn't a great memory, but it's one that I have like a vivid memory about. Um, But I don't think I have memories before I was like six. Yeah, I might I think I have like one memory of kindergarten. And so that would have been like five. But honestly, 
maybe even preschool, like when they, when we had to take naps, I think I have a memory with that. But I think a lot of my early memories are like stories that I've heard about my, when I was a baby or a child right. or a picture that I saw. And then, you know, so then I, I don't know if they're memories or just like these moments that were told to me. Right. And so I was trying to distinguish between those today too. But yeah, like I think my actual, and this is kind of weird because I was writing about it, but my earliest memory that I can remember is my kindergarten, going to kindergarten, I was wearing blue shorts and I had like a tie on it and then my tie was dangling and I was walking up a sidewalk and I was so scared and nervous. I have my head down and I'm, I think it's my mom walking next to me because she would have taken me to school, but maybe my grandma or something. I don't know. Someone that was taking me to school was walking next to me. But I remember thinking, walking up that road, that I had done that before. So it was like my first memory was a deja vu memory. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> and Because I even wrote that down. It's fucking weird. And yeah, so that was weird. But yeah, like kindergarten, so mm -hmm. five probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I remember losing a tooth and it fell down the bathroom drain and my stepdad tore up the bathroom plumbing to get my tooth out of the pipe so that I could put it under my pillow for the tooth fairy. Good. That's really cute. I would have just put the quarter in the drain <laughs> by the drain. <laughs> I know. I would not have done that either. I'd have been like, sucks to suck, bro. <laughs> so. That's that was really like sweet. one of my first memories. That's I don't know one. if I'm going to do that kind of stuff with my kids because I they my parents didn't do Santa Claus with me. They did it with my little brother, but they didn't do it with me. So I don't know if I'm going to do that kind of stuff. Hmm. I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's and fun. And it's cute. And it's, and it's magic. Blah, blah, blah. The kids are weird too because like I've done it the same with both of my kids and Brayden, he's nine, and he's he's just getting to the point where he's, like, questioning things because he can Google shit, you know? Mm -hmm. In fact, he did. I was like, he asked if, like, Santa or the Tooth Fairy or Easter Bunny or something was real. I'm like, just Google it, Brayden. And he did. He, like, asked Google. And he's like, you lied. And I'm like, you can't believe everything you read on the internet, Brayden. And it's only real if you believe it's real. So, like, he's, like, just now at that stage. But Gabe, I'm not sure he ever believed but he never made any inclination that he didn't or did. But he just knows that, you know, he gets stockings. He gets a gift from Santa. And who is he to complain? He gets money from the tooth fairy. Right. So, like, he's never really believed, but he's never, like, questioned it or asked me anything. That's cute. You know, they're fucking cute. But then if I don't do it, then that could possibly ruin some other kid that does do it. So I'm just like... I'm going to have kids and I've already got moral dilemmas. <laughs> it just doesn't matter that much. <laughs> How do what you matters is those kids that get like cars for Christmas and yeah, stuff. And you try to live kids. up to that. Yeah, and your kid gets like socks or something. Right. That's why I do give my kids. That's why Santa does bring my kids stuff that he makes or can't afford. And sometimes we help Santa out. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Mm. My mom's one of my best friends, so. This comes back to, like, our general thing, like, your, you know, important conversations to have with people. But, yeah, this is a very specific one, but pretty important to know. Your mom what? I love my, my mom. My mom is essentially my, one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. 
Like, there's not many things in my life that my mom doesn't know about. Right. She knows it. Well, there's not many people out there that doesn't know most of my life now that I'm on a podcast either. People know that I've had a drug problem. People know that I'm gay. People people know things now. So, is my mom really my best friend now? <laughs> don't listen to this episode, Mom. I don't know. Is she the most reliable person in your life? I mean, is anybody really a reliable person in my life? I don't know. I think my mom's pretty reliable. Well, and they're so reliability, yes. Like our moms literally housed us in their wombs to give us and then for life. the next eighteen plus years. And then raised us. So as far as if you reliability lived with your mom, like, I didn't live with either of my parents. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't not live with my parents, but I didn't actively live with my parents either. Did you just say I didn't live with my parents, but I didn't actively live with them either? I didn't not live with them. Like, I would go and stay with my dad every other weekend, and I would see my mom on weekends, too. And But most of the time, I stayed with my grandma. You have a very odd living situation. Mm-hmm. I think we, they were like neighbors. Yeah, they, they were like neighbors, and uh, even when they moved to Pierce, I... Stayed with my grandma because my grandpa had just died. So. Hmm. Oh, what is life? Mm-hmm. But yeah, my mom's my best friend. I have a... I have a... Let's see. I have a mother and two sisters. My mom raised the three of us girls. And I think that it was probably just as functional as an average or, you know, it's what one can hope for. And my mom worked really hard at doing everything for us. I mean, not everything for us, but like providing us a place to live and food and love and discipline and all of those things. And um, was she perfect? No. Did we have a perfect life? Mm -hmm. Definitely not. Um, Could I blame my mother for a lot of like my like learned stuff probably so (laughs) um but no as far as like a relationship with a mother I um I consider myself very blessed to have one and have one that loves me as much as she does am I boring you she's trying to get every last (laughs) drop out of that drink god I'm not drunk enough to have this conversation with Juan right now but no I love my mom very much next question um when did you last cry in front of another person? Not very long ago. I cried talking I am... to the police officer the other day, and it happened to be in the same office as my office mate. <laughs> so I guess the other day. And I only cried because I was I mad, not because I was sad. emotionally labile, like the week before my period, so... Yeah, I don't have like periods, but there's a day. Cry on a dime. Um... I cried to my neighbor like two or three weekends ago while I was sitting on top of my washing machine just bawling. So. Yeah. I like to cry in weird places. Uh, um, Was it on the spin cycle? It wasn't going at all. (laughs) I'm not a lady. Valid question. Tell your partner 
or in this case, the two people in the room, something that you like about them? <laughs> Dewan loves this question. Dewan, I like that you that are a today. good man in a storm. I have said it before, I will say it again, you are a good man in a storm. I like that you have a penis. Hence why I said a good man in a storm. Like you both why I said completely that. assumed my gender. Whether or not it's right or wrong isn't the question. I got that from Grey's Anatomy, just so you're aware. Yeah. When Arizona says she's a good man in a storm. That Arizona said that Arizona is a good man in the yeah, storm. Yeah, when she's talking to Kelly's dad. I like that anytime I go to Walmart, I can almost certainly count on you being there. I know, I always look for you. Thank you. I show up to my job. <laughs> and you look great. It's like the only thing at Walmart that brings me joy. And you're always smiling. No, he's not. That's a lie. At work? When I see oh, him at Walmart, he's sitting in that chair just smiling. Like, oh, I always see him smiling at work. Maybe because he's happy when he sees you. Um, well, I'm thankful that you like my penis, Serenity. That was, you know, very thoughtful of you to say. Um, Cody, I don't know, I feel like I need to be, it's not like, okay, it's not hard to come up with great things to say about my friends, so. Why? I don't know. I won't make you cry. Well, Um, the first, the last time you've been seen crying in front of people is about to be today. I'm supposed to say what about my friends? <laughs> one thing that you like about them. Oh, that's it? Okay. okay. Are you getting enough oxygen to your brain? Because you have yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah, these are tight, right? <laughs> these little earmuffs are <clears throat> squeezing my brain. Um, Cody? Oh, God. I like that you answer your phone when I call. I don't call very many people, but when I do, and they don't answer, I get really sad. And you... Always answer. That's it, guys. I show up to work and I answer my phone. <laughs> You're very loyal. <laughs> One of the qualities you appreciate in friendship, you are. Mm-hmm. Serenity. And you got a big old heart. And You're, belly. Oh, I, have I a, like what a care bear I have a you penis, are. but you have a big old heart. I can't even have a big old penis. I already gave you compliments. My, about my penis? No, oh, earlier. earlier. Well, what were they? You know how I like to hear them. <laughs> God, she's needy. I love how needy you are, because then I know you'll always need me. That's true. (laughs) She's also said that to me, so... I'm actually not needy physically, but yes, I do like words. Serenity bases her friendships off of who needs her. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Yeah. Um, I like that you're always up for an adventure. Like, you're just like, hey, do you want to do this? And you're like, Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still need to compliment Serenity. <laughs> you don't have to compliment me, but what do you like, like about it? It's hard for me to come up with things that I don't like about the two of you guys, to be completely honest. So we can just sit here all day and think about things we don't like about ourselves. but Yeah, like, I hate me most of the time. But I don't actively hate anything really about you guys. I don't base my friendships off of people. I don't surround myself with people that I don't like. Right, that have bad qualities. Yeah. 
I do like that Serenity, too, is a good man in a storm. She is dependable. When we needed someone... She's also got the upper body strength of a fucking trucker. Yeah, like, if you need someone to beat someone up for you, you should have Serenity. Like, if I'm... If I'm gonna go, like, tell someone, like, start a fight, I'm gonna want Serenity to come with me. (laughs) Just stand behind you like a bodyguard. (laughs) Yes, and throw down if you have to, because I'll cry. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good, because I like to be needed, so... I know it's only certain occasions that you need me, but you need but, me. Yeah, if and when I do, it's big, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it up for the the time. So there are more questions on here, but they just... They get really intimate, and it's something that you would have to do with your actual partner. Mm. They're also a little lengthy and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the last one we can do is... Uh, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. I wish I had someone? Yeah. So. Or I wish my somebody. With you guys it's different because you guys are married yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just thankful that I have Brandon. To share a bed with. Well, yes. And a journey. and a. No, I mean just my weird, like he's just open to whatever it is that comes his way or our way. Like he is open to listening to me, figuring things out, you know, and then, and like trying something new or going in a direction. Like he doesn't like roll his eyes at me or like I can come to him with all of those things. So um, just like a, I guess like an actual partner who is interested in the same, not, I can't, not even the same things, but allows me to have my own interest and then those things. And supports you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I have somebody that could do all my handyman work so that could put all of my ideas into fruition because I like building things and making my home better, so. So you like doing that, but you like that he does it for you (laughs) well that he has the muscles the ability those things the physical skills right Right. while i am not sure that if whatever i have going on right now is in game i do like that i have somebody that allows me to be me without making me feel self-conscious about being me like there's never a moment when i feel like like what Dwan was saying earlier, where people spend all this time trying to change themselves. I don't feel that way. I feel like I can I can just be a solidified version of myself that I didn't know that I wasn't being until the last like year and a half. Yeah. And now I'm getting the death glare over here. Were you giving him the death no. glare? No. It was just, I was just well, looking was, lovingly at him. It was the love glare. stare. <laughs> it was the Care Bear love stare. I do love Care Bears. <laughs> I have a Care Bear blanket from my childhood. Uh, Teddy may have it right now. That bitch. I guess it's my turn to bring this to a close. Mm-hmm. So that was a very lovely... Loving podcast about love. 
is she lovely. And I appreciate the love that I get from the both of you. And I appreciate having you to share my love with. And I know it sounds like me and Serenity fight all the time, but we truly love each other sometimes. Um, so as we come to a close, we're just going to close and then I'm going to go eat some ham and go to bed. <laughs> her pungent but, ham, her pungent banana. <laughs> but we will resume this next week and talk about something other than love. Yeah, I think we have a guest. Oh, yes. If you're Do we have a guest available. next week? Potentially. We'll see if she's available. She was going to say potatoes. I think we're <laughs> going to talk about the in injustice of the justice system. Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Man, I got so much to say about that. I do not. Okay, well, goodbye, friends. Thanks for joining. Goodbye. Bye.